0: High manifestation mavens, if you are ready to embody your next level self and manifest your dreams without spiritual bypassing or platitudes that make you feel bad, you've come to the right place. Here at Manifesting Well Black, we are here to teach tips, tricks, and techniques that work for all, no matter your heritage. So if you are ready to level up, no matter where you came from, this is the place for you. Manifestation Mavens. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Manifesting While Black. I'm extra excited because this episode is part of my new summer guest speaker series where I'm bringing coaches from so many different industries and literally all over the world to talk to you about how manifestation, belief work, embodiment work impacts their business and their day-to-day lives. So you can kind of get a better sense of like how improving how you manifest can truly improve how you live and be and this series is brought to you by my new Aligned Ascension Intensives. These intensives are amazing opportunities for you to Basically, experience the combination of meaningful strategic guidance of life coaching, but with the magic of manifestation and the practicality, at least you know me, I like to keep my manifestation magical and practical (laughs) with the practicality of manifestation as well, but with the quick results of an intensive. So this is a one month experience to help you really manifest a deep desire. Um, but like maybe evaluate what you're doing right now that isn't working for you and tap into what it does. And so throughout this one month experience, you'll be able to tap into your own manifestation formula that will help you achieve your dreams or something better again and again. And you will walk away feeling confident that your intentions, your beliefs and your actions are getting you where you want to be. And if you are interested, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at yourcoachbria for more information. And if you are ready to hear how manifestation, belief work, and embodiment work has helped other amazing coaches, keep on listening. You are in for a treat. This first guest is near and dear to my heart. It is the Fabulous Liz Walker, my very first guest on the Manifesting Wild Black podcast. I had to have her come back so we could talk about the crux of business and beliefs again. And once again, we go in. If you need a quick refresher, Liz Walker is a business coach that specializes in helping coaches boost their presence on YouTube. But she also helps her clients get into mindset work to make sure that they are crystal clear on what they're doing, and why, and she helps minimize mindset drama. And y'all, mindset drama is one of the key things we focus on in this podcast. We go in on why it's important to set certain expectations as a business owner not let social media get you down and kind of influence how you think things should be and then also how mindset drama is not limited to black women like white people have mindset drama too and we we play with like how that could look and what are the things that like impact people from thriving period no matter what their heritage is i'm so excited to bring this to you and i hope you love it as much as i do Hello and welcome back to the Manifesting Wild Black podcast. I am so happy to kick off my guest coach series with Liz Walker. Yay! Who was my first guest and she's back. Uh, hi Liz. Hi. Glad to be back. <laughs> Yay. So happy to have you here to talk more about uh, basically like I like to think our conversations really sit at the crux of business and beliefs (laughs) and how the two feed into each other, um, how like your business can really mess up your beliefs or ironically, like if you don't have strong beliefs, you probably don't have a strong business. Um, So yeah, why dilly dally? Let's get right into it with um, the topic of how, how to manage expectations yet Go all in on, um, you know, believing that you you can achieve greatness on your terms. Oh,
1: oh, I love this question. It's just, it, I feel like it really kind of hits to the the core of what like all entrepreneurs face. It's like this issue of needing to inherently trust and believe that what it is that you're doing is going to work without seeing the evidence. And it's definitely a difficult balancing act, especially depending on your background, especially, you know, for me being like a black woman and just like my experience in this world, my family go through, and my friends go through, like, we don't often feel like we can inherently just trust that good things will happen to us and that they'll just happen. So it's really been something that I know I've had to really work on in my beliefs and in my journey, too. So it's definitely it's an ongoing process. But I like to remember that, you know, even though it definitely is difficult to get into this new mindset of, okay I'm a business owner and I am offering to help people and then they will come and accept my services and it helps to kind of remember that, you know, No matter what has happened to me in my past or, you know, who I am or what I'm working with right now, like this concept of business has been around for ages, for thousands of years. Like people were doing this before capitalism, people were doing this before the internet, like this is not a brand new concept, even though it's brand new to like us to a lot of people who are switching from corporate life to entrepreneurship life. So it right. helps to kind of remember that, you know, this is just something that people have all done and it works for literally thousands of years for a ton of people. So maybe there's a chance that I'm not the one exception. <laughs> like mm. maybe
0: mm-hmm. There's a
1: chance I'll be just fine.
0: That's and, amazing.
1: Yeah. And so, and I think what also helps to like, Speaking directly to the managing expectations part is understanding that because we have access to social media, we have to understand that with social media, you know, even though we love it dearly, it also can be a terrible shit show because all we see all day long are the highlight reels, all we see are people's major successes and their big wins, because that's just more fun for them to post versus all of their failures, all the times they tried and it didn't work out. Mm So just kind of remembering that, you know, when you're operating your business, especially using social media, to understand that everything that you're seeing all day long is marketing, like you're just going to see the best stuff all day long. You only see one particular snapshot in that person's life, one that they chose to show you, but they didn't choose to show you all the other ups and downs that inherently come with life. So that person had just as many downs as they had ups, just like you will. And I think that embracing that, embracing the seasons of business is really important to know that you're not always going to go up and up and up and up. But if you keep going, you will always have an upward trajectory. Yeah. I kind of think of it like um, it's kind of like weight loss where it's like if you like when you're trying to lose weight and you expect the scale to just keep going down every single like day or every single week, you're going to be highly disappointed because our body weight fluctuates so much. So but like if you're consistent with your eating habits and with at least you know getting some type of you know activity going like over time you can mm-hmm. see that downward trajectory you can see yourself getting closer and closer to your goals and i think that it's really hard for us to remember that as entrepreneurs that we're always kind of we're always sort of thinking about our business and like what's happening in the present moment like what's happening right now and everything that happened in the past we're kind of looking at it as crap like it wasn't good enough it wasn't good enough I got to get better I got to do more but if we actually just kind of stop to look at what happened in our past experience of trying to like grow our business as you know instead of like black and white either or thinking Mm. of oh it was bad or it was good like thinking of it in both ways like yes because we're human and you know we see the glitz and the gold and we want Hey, you know, you're going to feel bad about that. And you also accomplished a hell of a lot. It's like you kept going or like you've seen opportunities where you saw things were working. Like there's always, I always like to think of it in terms of both and because it kind of goes back to the whole, like how because of white supremacy culture, we always think in like either or like this was good or this was bad. It worked or it didn't work. But it's, it, But life is not that simple. It's always both and. It's totally. like, this worked and here's how it can be better. or yeah. Here's what I'd love to do next time. So I think that we're always much closer to our goals than we actually give ourselves credit for because we're always just so hard on ourselves. And so I just like to trust and remember that, you know, I'm not the special exception <laughs> to the rule business can work for me too and i and it it works it can work for anybody like you don't have to be extra special you don't have to be extraordinary like i think just reminding myself that i am also like deconditioning myself out of years of mm. like 9 to 5 life and what school taught me like 30 plus years of conditioning that it's going to take time to adjust my mind to this new way of thinking and working and that's okay. So just knowing that, you know, I'm not the exception, you're not the exception, it will happen and just trusting that over time it'll even out, that there are always going to be seasons.
0: That's amazing. I have um I have so many follow-up questions and notes to everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you for kind of that really good overview on like how to set expectations but still have beliefs and hopes and you know a sense of optimism toward what you're doing um mm-hmm. i think either or thinking is truly like i when i when i learned that it was one of the tenets of white supremacy i was, I was like of course it is like it's such <laughs> a miserable way to live that of course it's connected with something as awful as white supremacy um mm-hmm. but you know with both and as a manifestation coach I've realized in order to like be a take manifestation out of it like even just to be like a relatively content person that is mm-hmm. resilient enough to like deal with day-to-day life you have to look in at the world and in, in terms of like both and like this can be okay. perceived as moving me forward and yet at the same time I also realize that in moving forward this way I'm giving up xyz and I accept it or I see the perfection in in both sides where I'm able to like show up with gratitude for life because I see the yin and the yang um and like that level of like I think with manifestation too like often you know people are like oh my god you have to be high vibe all the time and they think that means you have to be happy all the time and it's like well that means you're a robot right <laughs> well, that's what right, <laughs> right. So, I think even embracing like the full the full spectrum of ways business can go for you kind of like an emotional spectrum I think that's also the key to like maintaining good business because I think if you either way if you go too hard on like just relying on the highs, you're going to have a crash. But if you're too focused on the lows, you're never going to pull yourself up to do better. Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny because I think there's one of my favorite um, manifestation, I guess now business coaches, she likes to talk about up and up and up and up. And it's um, to someone who like, maybe hadn't seen a bunch of her talks before um, she describes it as like an upward spiral. So technically you are going up and down. Like they're, like if you, I wish you could see me, but it's like if you're drawing I'm, squiggles. I'm drawing it
1: with my hand now. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you're drawing like squiggles on a piece of paper or like a spiral on a piece of paper, but it's like following the path of a linear um, 45 degree angle, like it's going to keep, it's going to go up and down, but the actual trajectory is up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny because people will critique like up and up thinking, but I think it's like, no, it's an upward spiral. So you will be going up and down, but the general trajectory is up. No matter what you are going up because you don't stop. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I would love to talk more about social media and kind of expectations where where expectations come from in the social media uh, era, mm. in particular, I, lo- I I think transparency around um what coaches actually make is a really interesting aspect of being a coach and you know having mm. a social presence because you know I'm a you know nine to five are here um that's probably you know being totally honest like eighty five percent of my life is not focused on my business and a good chunk of that 80 is spent on my um full-time job so like the, being a right. newcomer mm-hmm. to this space like around this time last year and seeing people being like i make over, i make over six figures in my job i was like well shit i just need to leave what i'm doing and like no but then all of a sudden I'm starting to notice, notice things like cash month versus sales month or or, or revenue mm-hmm. month and being like wait a second what does that even mean and then stopping to like Realize, like, oh, there's a matter of taxes and overhead, and people have to pay for their own insurance. So, really, while they may have brought in one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in their business, they only get to keep and spend on their lives, x, y, z percent. And I'm like, oh, that changes everything. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on um, what are your thoughts on that landscape, the honesty or lack thereof, and um, how how you think, how you would recommend um you know business owners uh or even if they're not business owners um if they're like you know normal 9 to 5 or it's just listening uh how can they how can they set their own expectations uh and still be happy even when they see other people like flexing and shining real hard oh yeah
1: i wish that there was so much more transparency in the online space honestly and i and i feel like it comes from In some ways, it comes from sort of that scarcity mindset of, oh, well, if I tell people the truth, people what's really going on, then they're not going to want to work with me or they're not going to want to buy from me. And, you know, that's a human fear. But at the same time, it's it's not true. It's really just what, it's just a thought. It's just what you believe to be true, but that's not actually the case. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I feel like if more entrepreneurs are more transparent about the process, like what it actually looks like, I think that more people would actually choose entrepreneurship because they know more clearly like what they're getting into and what to expect right. versus going all in and then being disappointed and then giving up on their dream for like six months to a year or more or even forever. So I, I just really wish there was way more transparency about that. And You know, I think that when you're like when you're listening to like, you know, your favorite entrepreneurs talking about, you know, business advice and all this other stuff in their experiences, understand that everything, everything is nuanced, right? It's like there's always like context that that you Mm -hmm. have to consider and the person is not always going to share the context of what happened to them and why and it could be for a multitude of reasons like I don't think that it's often done maliciously or with the intent to deceive people I think that sometimes there's just kind of a lack of awareness of like other experiences so for instance if you're someone who has like a huge following because maybe you, and I don't even mean huge is in like, you know, 10,000 followers on Instagram. I'm talking like maybe at least like a couple thousand followers yes. on Instagram, like, and you're, you know, your biggest hurdle was just making that first offer. And then all of a sudden you make that one offer and then a ton of people start dropping in to your DMS and they start scheduling like interest calls with you and stuff. And so now you're telling everyone, Oh, all you got to do is just make your offers. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but you're you're not really talking about the context of like someone who was not on Instagram for years, just up an audience or doing like the influencer route. Because some of us like me included, for instance, you know, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, fucks with Instagram before my business. So it's right. like, you, you don't have that many to work with. But You don't have to say, oh, but it's not true that, oh, because you have a small following, you can't make money and you can't get clients. Like, that's not true. It's Mm -hmm. just a little bit different. Like, there has to be more conversation around, like, the different seasons that you'll be in, depending on where you are in your journey. And... It all, it all works. All of it works. You can build a business with starting from like a zero following. It's just you just have to be aware that it's just going to look a little bit different than someone who has a ton of followers. And all they literally had to do was just drop an offer a couple times. It's going to look different. And neither way is good or bad because it, it it's, all, it's all even. And you might think, oh, well, they got money coming in quicker. And so therefore, that route is easier. It's easier for them. But not necessarily because mindset is really huge. So it's like if you have a ton of people who just drop into you and pay for your services just because you made an offer, But then you have clients who aren't experiencing that same thing. You might start experiencing some drama in your head because you're like, oh, like, am I really a good like coach? Am I really good service provider? Can I really help these people? Am I a fraud? Like you have Mm. to battle all of that versus if you start out with, you know, not much of a following. And so you've been kind of developing and working with a coach to work on your mindset all the way through. By the time you get your first client, it might be like six, seven months, a year down the line, you're knocking it out of the park because you spent all of that time working on every single piece of mind drama that would come to your mind as to why you're not making it, why you're not there yet. And like that, like, I don't I don't think any which way is better. I Either way, you gotta work on some type of mind drama. Yeah. But I think that that's why, especially for me, like with my personal journey, it took me a while to get my first one-on-one paid coaching client and I really I actually appreciate that time like it was it felt like a grind during it but now I'm at a place where I'm like damn like I appreciate that journey so like my next few clients that I got like their results were incredible because Mm -hmm. I worked on my mindset that whole time so when they had issues I could target it and say oh yeah I remember that here's what you do for that here's why that's not working. And then they could see results even faster. So it's, you know, all of it works. No one's circumstance is, you know, better than any other person's circumstance. I mean, there are some ways where it is definitely, um, you can have the chips really stacked against you. But at the end of the day, it's all about your mind, because you can be someone who has it completely handed to you have, like gone viral on Instagram and got 100,000 followers and you know you come from a rich background you weren't working anyways and you never had to work so you have all the time in the world to work on your business but if you can't over if you don't have any practice with dealing with your mind then you, you're you gonna be in for it that's even so though true. your circumstances are cushy
0: you right know? you can't fight cognitive dissonance with money right. <laughs> I, right I think I think that's that's a really amazing example um and I think that is why why mindset work and kind of even um, like somatic work of where you're also trying to get comfortable in your body with reaching a new level or with reaching like your new definition of success. Like that's why lottery winners, um, you know, end up being broke or in debt afterward. It's why mm-hmm. like um, athletes, same deal. It's like when people yep. don't have... Or or like self-sabotaging in relationships or you know, I'm I've seen, I have like so many like life coaching examples of like, oh my gosh, just hot ass mess expressed. And it's because people aren't comfortable with um, you know, this new level that they think they want. Like they do genuinely want it, and yet there's a there's an element of like unworthiness or um just like, who am I to have this <laughs> that mm-hmm. ultimately creates a dissonance that will make them push it away. And so you're right. So someone could come with a built-in following, millions of dollars, and infinite capacity to work on a business, but if it is not something that, like, they've mentally prepared for or physiologically, like, kind of prepared for in their body, like, they're going to do everything in their path to, like, act on the unconscious belief that they're following i call i call it an unseen spiral when you have Mm -hmm. a stronger unconscious belief that's bigger than like the belief you're trying to build up and you actually end up acting on that unconscious belief and you don't realize it till like you're kind of sitting in the middle of your own mess like wait what the hell happened right (laughs) that's 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 the thing is like unless you kind of set that expectation, if you set up your expectations and then set up your mind to be ready for those, that, that thing you are expecting and that you deserve that thing you're expecting or that you're worthy of that thing you're expecting, then you're going to get it and it will come to you and stay with you with ease, as opposed to you are going to get it and then do everything in your power consciously or unconsciously to get rid of it. <laughs> right. <laughs> A mess. Yeah.
1: That ease part is so key because, like just from everything I've seen and everything I've experienced, it's like, yes, there will always be someone who has started their business at the exact same time as you that is farther ahead than you. that mm-hmm. From what it appears, making more money, getting more, you know, sales calls, doing whatever, there will always be someone, an example of that, but. I can't see what's going on in their mind. Yep. All I can control is what's going on in mine. So yep. they can be doing that and their mind is a mess and they are miserable. But as long as I know that with whatever I'm doing and whatever is happening around me, that I am not miserable, that I love what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. And I'm super proud of myself and how far I've come. that's That's the battle right there. Like that, that is the battle.
0: What are some go-to tips or techniques or kind of schools of thought that you lean into to help yourself to kind of do like that anti-misery check um, and to mm. really tap into how you feel?
1: Yeah, you know, I think that for me, the, a huge help has been like j- prioritizing like me (laughs) as Mm -hmm. most I can as best I can every day and also speaking as someone who like doesn't have kids so I know whenever that happens we'll revisit this conversation about how I do it at that point but like (laughs) I really try every single day to like wake up and like prioritize like like my health like I'm trying to focus on my water like I'm trying to focus on my fiber (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like an older person but it's like you know just these little things that we just neglect just to like be in full energy like I really try to focus on my health I also try to focus on like taking it easy and like even with like my full-time job too like I when I'm approaching that I approach that from the perspective of I do not need to give my a game here (laughs) like that's not where my that's not where I need to be like I can give a c game and be just fine. I actually yes. just got a raise. Giving C effort. We <laughs> love to say <see> it. Yes. <laughs> it's minimal effort year. for maximum payoff. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I really just like prioritize just like my well-being as best I can. And then when I notice I'm slipping out of it, I'm trying to develop more of an awareness of being like of awareness of my thoughts. Like of what caused me to slip into that energy. Like what's going on. And both honor and really honoring my humanity. I got that phrase from my spiritual coach. <laughs> mm, nice. Okay. Um, um, but like honoring my humanity and also making sure that, you know, I'm, I'm giving myself the choice. Like I'm giving myself the choice to like honor my humanity in the moment to feel bad if I want to, because I can, because I'm a human and I don't have to be a happy robot all the time. Like I don't yeah. need to fix everything that feels broken every single time in every second of the day. But also knowing that, okay, I know how to pull myself out of this. (laughs) Like, I know what the issue is. And, you know, even like, so like one of my core, like my core stories, like the things that kind of like would cause me to sort of spiral was this idea of like, I couldn't just trust that good things would happen. Mm -hmm. Like I couldn't just trust that I would be taken care of because it just felt like my whole life that I had to be the one to like pull myself up and like make a way out of no way it's just it's what I'd seen my whole life from my mom and you know it was just like my story like my story it was like that's just what it is like I can't good things will happen Mm -hmm. and so now I'm just kind of like looking every day for evidence of how like you know that's not true how good things happen even when I'm not trying to actively like make it happen yeah like, things that I feel like I have to get done like like no noticing like when they kind of just get done but <laughs> by someone else or like mm-hmm. somehow some way like I don't have to do it anymore or it gets done with ease like and just like really taking a, a chance to like honor those small pieces of evidence like those little wins because they in turn build my belief in the big wins that I know will come down the line. So it it helps me not, it helps make it easier to go from like
0: zero to 60 in my belief. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, Totally. Mm -hmm. So to recap, like what you said, it's about finding little pieces of evidence that kind of help build your belief along the way, almost like, Mm -hmm. um, reaffirming your affirmation. Mm -hmm. Um, but where, where would you recommend a person start when they're on that journey? Um, And I say start specifically because, um, you know, in the manifestation world, affirmations are everything, but because I'm a nerd, I'm also super into (laughs) neuroscience um, and a lot of neuroscientists are like, yo, affirmations will fuck you up because Mm. once again, cognitive dissonance, if your brain, your brain will reject anything that it can't get behind. So if you're Mm -hmm. trying to tell yourself, like, for example, um, like, you know, things come, like work comes easily to me or, um, you know, th- uh, good things come to me with ease. I, was, I think that was one that you said so where I was like, ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the A person who is so used to strife and pushing and trying and effort will start with that affirmation and most likely their brain will be like, ha, you tried it. Um, right. But, you know, <laughs> at, there is a point there, there is a way from point A to point B. So if you have someone who is at point A and they're trying to get to point B with their, with their thoughts, their affirmations, their mindset, how would you recommend they start that evidence building process?
1: That's such a good question. You know, it's definitely, it takes a while. Like it's something that you definitely have to build up over time and start small. And just in terms of like the ease thing, what really sort of helped me was just really like starting small here and there so at um for instance with like my job and just getting to a place where I feel like I could give c like c level effort like I started like slowly but surely like just kind of you know being like asking myself you know I could do this like this this would be you know this would be something that I would typically do in the past but you know what if what if i just don't do this like what if i just don't do this one task in this way and it started small with like you know sending an email and not proofreading it (laughs) or like nice uh, or like you know um you know doing like a first draft of something and then just letting it just be like a literal like shit first draft and not caring and just being like well it's a first draft so i mean it's you know it's not supposed to be perfect so there you go and then kind of like adding on bit by bit and really just understanding too especially if you're someone who has been um like a perfectionist your whole life yeah kind of wearing that like as a badge of honor like really understanding that okay it's impossible to be perfect no one is perfect nothing is perfect especially if you're if you're a black woman or a person of color working in the nine to five world, nothing that you do even to the best of your ability will be considered perfect. So it's like, why, why stress? Like why yeah. stress about it? So it's like, you know, little, little experiments, like little tiny experiments along the way that you kind of get like many pieces of evidence, like, Oh, that was okay. Let me try this and let me go a little bit further and let me go a little bit further and see what else can happen. Um, and I think that when it comes to even like big, Like, say, for instance, like you're trying to believe in like a 10K month out of the blue. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: For something big like that. I love the idea of approaching it from like 50-50 realm. So I think like Stacey Bayman talks about like 50-50 a lot, like life is 50-50. And so it's like, okay, if you've been, if you've been, you know, promoting your business and your offers consistently over time then there's a good chance that there's a technically a 50 50 chance that you can make that 10, that 10 K month or not. So if you just make it that, Hey, it's 50 50, it's a possibility. It technically, you know, technically it could happen. Like, you know, I'm not God, I can't read the future. So technically it could happen. But at the same time, you understand that, okay, if it doesn't happen, though, (laughs) I'm not going to shame myself because it didn't happen. Um, You know, that's really a key thing, too, is like when things don't happen or they don't work out the way you want them to, just like not shaming yourself about the outcome is super important. Because if you start shaming yourself, then you'll stop believing and you'll stop trying. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. That's a really good call out on how to approach that. So uh, thank you for giving that tidbit of information. Uh, And I'm going to conclude our chat with one more question. And this is based off of one of the first things you said in that (laughs) business is bigger than, you know, you as an individual person than us as individual people. It's pre-capitalism. Do you think business is older than racism?
1: Oh, that's a good question.
0: You know, I kind I, of think it is, at least in the modern sense.
1: Yeah, de- definitely, definitely in the modern sense. You know, I in if from the beginning, you know, and you know, I'm not a scientist or something, but you know, yeah. thinking like in terms of like humans, like we had that primal desire to seek community for protection, for safety against like predators that would eat us, right? So you know, the fear that you would be ostracized from community for whatever reason, means death. Like, I'm sure that that concept predates, like, business. Yeah. But, like, racism in terms of, like, how we know of it as today, you know, I don't I don't think that does. So I think that um, that's a good question. You know, and that makes me think of how, like, as, like, a Black person operating your business, you might be thinking, well, I'm not going to do as well as, a white person who's operating their business, and you know, I'm not gonna say that. Okay, if you have two identical people who are doing the exact identical work, and one is black and one is white, and then they'll both have an equal chance, yeah, of the yeah, same amount of money. No, I'm not. That's not true. <laughs> but what I will say is that you know, white people have mind drama too, like, and the thing is that really has been interesting now and to really see firsthand is that our, like, the mind drama that we experience because of our experience as Black people in America, like, a white person will have the same level of mind drama about something else completely different, like, about how they were treated as a kid, about, like, how they, you know, their parents, you know, they think they're overweight and nobody likes them. Like they'll feel that like level of like intense trauma, the same, in the same like amount that we do. And it's mm-hmm. really, and you know, and definitely not to compare the two, because obviously objectively speaking, it's very different ball games, but the mind is so powerful that like it will, to protect you, because that's its job. To protect yep. you, it will dig down to your core and pull out your deepest, darkest worry, like <laughs> your yeah. deepest, darkest concern, your darkest trauma. It will pull it out if need be because it wants to protect you. Yeah. So it'll create yeah, the same it,
0: outcome yeah. of inactivity.
1: Right. Yeah. That's a really exactly. point. Exactly. Exactly. So, in essence, it means that in our minds, we're dealing with this the same playing field outside in the world you know and maybe maybe not because you know it's really there has yet to be an experiment that could really do like a (laughs) you know like a with the you know with the right variables and all that to really Mm -hmm. like tell I mean that's kind of like the issue with like you know it, it, it's just because it can't be boiled down to that level like i i personally feel like that's why you know we just have such a struggle talking about like de and i work now with with um you know with white people jobs and things like that because we can't boil it down to like that nitty gritty level to the ability right. that they like um but yeah it's like You're but it doesn't serve you like as a black as a black person that's trying to operate a business and get out of your racist ass job. It doesn't serve you to think that I'm not gonna do well because a white person would do better. Mm. It's like no, that that doesn't serve you. Mm -mm. Um you can make your millions and be happy living the your best life and then who cares if Suzy Q has Five more million than you do cares. i mean if Susie q hasn't dealt with her mind drama then she's not happy but if you're you dealt with yours then you're happy sitting pretty
0: that's right um, that's so true <laughs> uh, liz thank you so much for <laughs> another amazing call another really good chat we went in we went deep again um, thank, you. I love thank, our you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yes. They're lots of fun. Um, now, if folks want to learn more about you and what you do, where can they find you and uh, with what handles? Yes,
1: indeed. So you can find me on Instagram at the other Liz Walker. You can also find me on YouTube at the other Liz Walker. I offer One-on-one general business and mindset coaching. YouTube is definitely my jam, but I'm also finding that people who come to YouTube usually come to it because there's a deeper issue they're trying to fix with YouTube. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've opened Mm -hmm. up my one-on-one coaching to business coaching, general business coaching.
0: So yeah. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you again, Liz. Thank you. If you're dying for more information on how to manifest, uh, no matter what your heritage is. Feel free to listen to some of these past few episodes, or you can visit me on Instagram at your coach Bria. If you're ready to take your manifestation game to the next level, feel free to apply for my Aligned Ascension Intensive. You can either visit me on Instagram and click the link in my bio, or you can shoot me a DM if you have questions. Either way, I am here for you, and I'm so grateful that you are here today. Be sure to check me out on um, the podcast every Saturday, uh, especially these next couple Saturdays, because it will be the continuation of my guest speaker series. And if you have a topic that you want to hear visit me on Instagram, shoot me a note. I'd love to kind of have your input on kind of what points of view you want to hear, uh, especially since I'll have some guests coming up. Um, I'm doing this for you. So feel free to influence it in whatever way it feels right for you. Have a magical day.